Hello, strangers on the internet. Pokemon is cool. Get them or else. You are huge weeb if you don't have a Lucario on your team. Fucking scrub. Do you even train with EVs? Hi. I'm Drew Fasciano. Wow, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, that was... Okay, we need to... We need to do we a little pause to here. We need to the intro. <laughs> strangers on the internet dreaming about catching them all while staring at a computer screen. Welcome to another episode of Nitwick, the podcast about friends and video games. This week, we talk about Pokemon. That's right, the thing with little creatures, they fit in your pockets, they're super cute, they got little elements, and then people take it very seriously, so on and so forth. My name's Drew Fasciano. You're really cool. Fun fact about myself, my favorite Digimon was Agumon. I'm pretty sure that's the dinosaur one. I can't really remember the names of the Digimon, so I'm really just saying the only name I remember. Though the angel one was kind of cool, too. Oh, uh, (laughs) by angel one, do you mean Angemon? Oh, yeah, sure, Which is literally angel just without the L. That's the one. That's the one, stranger. (laughs) Agumon's a strong pick. That's, like, main character uh, uh, Digimon right there. It's the only one I remember, so what? Uh, hi, my name is Adam, and my favorite Digimon is probably, I, I really like Omnimon or Gallantmon. And which I ones are those, Adam? Omnimon's the cool knight-looking one that had, like, the sword and gun arms. And it's like, the, the big, like, oh man, shit's about to get real. Because anytime Omnimon showed up, listen, shit was about to get real. Uh, Gallantmon is another one of the big knights, but he has, like, a lance and shield, and he was also really cool. I'm a, I'm a sucker for, like, the giant knight characters, because they just look like giant mechs at some point. Yeah, like, right. Digimon had this weird thing of, like, going from, like, oh, these are cute little creatures, to, like, this is a weirdly detailed, like, archaic warrior. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how I feel. Yeah. Uh, anyways, hi, hi there. My name is Zach, and my favorite Digimon, which I randomly generated on the Digimon website, is... That does not even count. <laughs> that is Wait. cheating, my friend. Pawn Chessmon. Which one is pa- Pawn Chessmon? What? It what is, is Pawn Chessmon. <laughs> Give me Wait, a moment. Time out. Pawn Chessmon, black, is a puppet Digimon. It was born from data leaking out of a chess game supercomputer. Its power is weak, but it is promoted when it strives for prominence. And and it is an ordinary pawn that conceals the mystery that is said to possess mega class power. Its catchphrase I- is I only advance. It considers its fellows who are striving for prominence ahead of it to be its rivals, who among them, Pawn Chessmon White. Wow, okay, so you know what? Let me just tell you right now, Digimon <laughs> A got really stupid because of its names. B, anytime they were evolving, it was slap a few guns on it and see how that goes. You know, I feel like yeah, actually, I, feel like I understand the oh, hey, it turns into... and marketing flaws is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Why did you have to be right, okay? I, so I started with Pawn Chessmon. It's got a spear and a shield. And then I went to mm-hmm. Knight Chessmon. And he's and got, got a, a rocket. cannon in its chest? It's got a, no, it's got a rocket on its shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's always well, good. But, like, that's how, that's how you always know Digimon. It's like, okay, take, take Dinosaur. 
Uh, level two, add a gun to it. Level three, cut off an arm and add two more guns onto it. Level four, shit, man, just make a gun. I feel like there were like plant ones at some point, but yeah, and you know what they got? They got plant-based cannons. Oh, and of guns. course. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah. Like I think Lily, like one of them is like Lilymon, and it just has this giant fuck off flower gun thing. Well, time to go look this one up. Oh, I think it's Lily. It might be. Ro- uh, yeah, it is Lilymon. Lilymon. Oh, I don't see a gun. Uh, it's in one of its attacks or something. So it might not be in the art. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I see By it. By the way. Uh, I need to, just want to point out that when I was a kid, it never struck me as weird that every uh, Digimon ended with Mon. Later in life, I just keep reminding of if like a Jama- like a Jamaican or Rastafarian was t- hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Oh! Hey, it's Ogumon. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, what's weird is you sounded vaguely Italian when you did that. So you couldn't tell but my arms were flailing as i did that it's a natural reaction it's a that natural reaction yeah, that's kind of how it rolls yeah so gentlemen shall we talk about weeks is it time hmm the seven days that make up a week mm-hmm. the seven days that govern our lives mm-hmm. seven Drew, days you... that we strive for Ooh. oh yeah drew why don't you tell me about your week Oh, well, my week has been chock full of, uh, it's been a little weird, it's been a little weird, a little up and down, back and forth, but, you know, um, it's all good. Uh, you know, my mom, we celebrated her birthday, we went out to dinner, exchanged gifts. Happy birthday, Drew's mom. Happy birthday, Drew's mom. Yeah, she's doing good. Um, good to see the family and whatnot, and we kind of doubled it up and got a Christmas tree, so went out and spent, I think, like half hour just like looking between the ones that we wanted and didn't want and being like really really picky um and then finally playing the game of like let's get it through the door and let's get it hung up and oh my goodness so many ornaments and i don't know it was a nice it was a nice weekend weeks going along and um yeah as far as games Mm -hmm. i um i've been busy couple things going on uh so i haven't really played a lot of games but um i did start a new series on the netflix uh it's called dark and it's really cool it's basically Mm -hmm. gothic german stranger things and yeah like um i'm pretty sure it's a german show that's like very heavily dubbed and Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where you can tell if you're looking at it, but, like, if you just sort of, like, acknowledge it's there, then it kind of blends in and works pretty nicely. Um, So I'm kind of enjoying that. It's kind of nice. Not a game, but it's a form of media, and, you know, if I have no games Mm -hmm. to talk about, I saw saw that. Scared my mom. It was like, hey, let's watch a a show together. And by the end of it, she was just like, why would you do this? This was terrible. Let's watch something fun and happy. (laughs) Yeah, sure, let's watch the series called Dark. Well, no, she was into it. She was just like, oh, that sounds cool and exciting. And by the end of it, it was just like, oh, my God, you guys, why did we do that? I'm like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I will take that. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. How are you doing this week, Adam? Let's see. Uh, What did I do this week? Uh, So this week has been kind of odd for me. I haven't really – I've had a lot of stuff going on. Let's see. Earlier this week – I, uh, I was helping my dad, uh, so my dad is had some eye surgery done recently, and I, I bring this up because it, it was kind of an interesting story. So 
Uh, he was having some eye stuff done, and I need to drive him over to the hospital and, you know, make sure he got there on time for this for the surgery. And um, I didn't know this, but did you guys know that eye surgery goes really quick? Uh, no. Uh, How so quick is quick? Like, I did not know so that. So it's like an hour and a half for prep, then 20 minutes for the operation, and then an hour for recovery, and then you get the fuck out there. Like, you get wow. out of the building. So I was wow. like, oh, I need... So my dad asked me, he's like, oh, I better call my boss and tell her I'll be out today. And I wonder how long I'll need to be out. And he's like, no, you'll be able to go back into work at 12. Uh, <laughs> this is just an odd, oddball story because I was thinking about it because it was one of the bigger things that's happened in yeah. the past, like, seven or so days. Yeah, and that, that was your um, dad who did it? Yeah, oh, and he's, he's fine. Everything's, okay. everything's fine. Uh, it's cool. a pretty... It's like a... <clears throat> uh, I think it's like a cataract thing, and it's, like, super routine. Uh, There's usually no complications. All right. Uh, on a more fun note, um, me and my cousin went to the Legend of Zelda Symphony. On, yeah, uh, that's awesome. On, oh, on right. Saturday, yeah. So back when we went to go see it, uh, they made the announcement of, hey, we're having a show in San Jose. And I thought, wow, you know who would like this show? My cousin. And I don't have an idea for a birthday gift, so I guess I'll get him some tickets and we'll go see it. Dude, that's a um, pretty solid gift. That is some generous gift given right there. Um, it was really, you know what? It's great the second time. That show is still fantastic. The venue, not as much as I like the I like the SF one a lot more. Um, uh, yeah, so we have we have relative we had relatively the same seats, you know, kind of up in the balcony, off to the side, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great because we had a very clear shot of the orchestra. <clears throat> what was not so great is that the main screen had a giant set of speakers hanging in front of it. Oh, uh, but. Fortunately, there were, like, two smaller screens that we had pretty good view of. So we got to see, like, the video and the music stuff. Um, but it was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, did I do anything else? Nothing really outside of games. Uh, Games-wise, um, I played a little bit more Overwatch and put, put some more time into practicing uh, Moira. Nice, she's, nice. Right, yeah, yeah. She's super <laughs> rad. I like her a lot. Um I also got to try out the Monster Hunter World beta that was uh, running from Saturday till I think it ended this morning. Dude, okay. that game is fantastic. Like, nice. Um, I'm a really big fan of Monster Hunter, despite not having really played much of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's, say, you know, you guys both know I really dig giant monsters and stuff like that. And I it's really an dig- occurring theme for you. And you guys know, I really dig action games and, like, big, like, hack and slashes. So Monster Hunter has always been a series I've loved, um, but I've just never been able to play it because either the games didn't come out over here or I could never find them on systems I had. Uh, Mm. And then the ones that came out on handheld, you know, I was able to play those. But, like, I really don't usually do too well on handhelds because my hands are kind of big and it can sometimes, like, cramp my hands on some of the Mm. smaller systems. Right. So this being on, like, like, a the console and like able to have like a ps4 controller in my hand oh it was the best i had so much fun (laughs) i made so many damn mistakes um for audience listeners pro tip if you're hunting this is a hunting and life lesson tip from adam hey everybody if you're hunting a giant monster don't let it walk into the lair of the other giant monster because then they'll (laughs) both be after you well that is a great lesson adam (laughs) thank you for listening listeners that was an excellent excellent lesson so um really liked that game it was a lot of fun um and then the last game related stuff um i 
checked out P- the PlayStation experience, saw some of the new games that came out, and then yeah. was checking out the new stuff that uh, got announced there. Did uh, you see the, of- uh, the Death Stranding footage? And, like, the actual, oh, God. Like- I have I have seen reference to Death Stranding footage like six times. I keep saying like, "Oh yeah, I should probably watch that," and then I never do. Okay, so here's here's Adam's hot takes on the Death Stranding trailer. <laughs> um, I really thought by trailer three we would have gameplay or at least some idea of what the hell is going on. Nah. And if you watch if you watch the first trailer, it's like, "Ooh, atmosphere and tone setting." All right, all right, you dig, you dig, you guys mm-hmm. on board? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, trailer two. Oh, new characters, new setting, intrigue is building. What's with all these undead skeleton warriors and, and like, strands everywhere? Mads Mikkelsen, what is he doing here? Hmm, more intrigue. Mm-hmm. You still on board? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fuck you. We're just going to take you for a ride and go on loop-de-loops <laughs> with trailer three. <laughs> oh. I, I'm still incredibly unclear as to what the game is about, but it looks freaking I... crazy. <laughs> it probably involves guns and soldiers and babies? And what look like like elder god looking things or yeah, like higher... you know here's the thing. In the third trailer, they keep talking about like first there was an explosion and that created life. So clearly they're talking about the Big Bang. And the second part they talk about is that after that there was another explosion and it was our last. So I'm getting the feeling that these are supposed to be like like super like new life forms that just dwarf humans or something and that's why everything's so bizarre and weird uh because you're literally dealing with a life form that is just beyond you you know that actually Um, you know i if if guillermo del toro was still part of this project it would not surprise me well he is again i love how much of an emphasis he put on his name (laughs) guillermo del toro um yeah i think he i i actually don't know if he's part of this or he's just showing up as like a cameo of hey guys i like my buddy kojima um this certainly feels like something del toro would make yeah I, it feels like a, I, a, a i'm del pretty toro sure thing. he's involved like more than just as a, like a wink and a nod like mm-hmm. he must be yeah. he must be i i hope so um but yeah that third trailer it, i was hoping for answers i left with more questions than i had before and now some hey. of the questions i thought i had answered no no they're not answered. hey they're adam questions yes, i got sir. a bad feeling for you i got the feeling you ain't gonna be you ain't gonna answer those questions even if you get your hands on the game and play through yeah it. i'm so there was a fun quote that came out uh mads mickelson wrote on twitter of hey guys i just got finished reading through the entirety of the death stranding script i have no idea what's going on <laughs> Oh, dear. And it's like, on the one hand, yes, good. It's going to be weird. On the other hand, okay, does anybody know what's going on in this game? <laughs> Kojima probably I, does, maybe. I get the feeling Kojima, like, all right, I got to this is a hypothetical question to both of you. Mm-hmm. If you were an animator, how weird would it be if somebody be like, hey, so can you animate for me this highly detailed Norman Reedus model? And then a baby is inside of him giving a thumbs up. Um... <laughs> You know, I'd probably be like, what the fuck? And then I'd be like, oh, it's Koji. Oh, you know, okay, that makes sense. Like, once I know who's involved, I'd be like, you know, whatever. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, I watched that trailer. Um, I don't think there were... Uh, FromSoft showed off something, which FromSoft might be Bloodborne they, 2. It looks like um, Bloodborne 2. It definitely looks like Bloodborne 2. I actually 2. don't think it is. Oh. I think, it's an, uh, I think it's a different series called Kuon, which is a survival horror game series oh, they used to make. Okay. Oh. But you wouldn't know it from that 30 seconds. Yeah, you wouldn't know it from the 30 seconds. It just looks like blood and a sort of tourniquet thing going on. 
and shadows yeah. die twice or something like that like that was the quote. right yeah, yeah. shadows die twice doesn't tie back into bloodborne i could see how it could be for a diff- totally different product as well um other than that was there anything else that showed up oh um bayo one two bayo one and two are out on the switch and bayo three got announced so yeah. right yeah yeah you know that yeah. switch is just switch is becoming more of a you should buy this yeah, yeah. No, I'm <clears throat> I'm ready to jump in on a Switch. Like it has enough of, it has enough good shit on it right now where it's like, no, I can just buy hey, this and be happy. Hey Drew. Yeah, yeah, dog. Are you ready to make the Switch? <laughs> Zach, how's your week? Oh no. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna start with some video games. Uh I continued to play Final Fantasy fifteen from the last time I talked about mm-hmm. this. Um I have gotten to the point where we were on a train and we got off a train in a desert and we went into a quarry. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one particular thing about one particular party member mm-hmm. that's supposed mm-hmm. to be yes. gripping and very sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, very sad. I primarily I... find it incredibly annoying. Uh, is it that? Uh, yeah, I-, I think I know which part you is uh, you were talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm like right outside I'll... the dungeon and I keep like I want to play, but then I'm like. All right, so oh, let me, let me just just so I know, one of your party members has had something done to them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly. So yeah, I kind of agree with you. Um, there. So Drew, to fill you in, there's this big event <laughs> that happens, and for the most part of it, oh right, knocked gets knocked out. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, uh, back. Serious business. Final Fantasy 15. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised it took you that long to make that joke. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not on my A game. Um, something. So he's unconscious for a lot of it, and a lot of the big story things are the uh, the other characters doing things. One of your party members, and we won't say who, we won't say what, has something happen to them that kind of just carries forward throughout the thing. Um, it is not incredibly well explained what happened, and Zach, that's it's... because it's answered in the DLC. Really? Oh, God. Hey. So one of Why? the DLC episodes... One this of these DLC so episodes that came issues. out uh, has focuses more on it, kind of thing. So I do also want to say another thing. Mm-hmm. So that event has a boss fight in it, and I did uh-huh. not expect that boss fight to just sort of like, genre change. <laughs> no, it's not even the genre change that got me. It's the like we're gonna have this boss fight just sort of be better than you for the next twenty minutes, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Why on earth do I keep doing this? Why am I in this fight? Like, there's no fucking point. They were fighting the thing. There was a point. You were trying to control. You were trying to get that summon to join you. Yeah, but you couldn't do anything. Like, you can't actually trigger the thing. I think it just triggers on its own. To it, so, I'll agree with you. Um, This one isn't so much a boss fight as it is a set piece kind of thing. Yeah, it just... Um, So, here's the thing. If you look at it as a boss fight from a gameplay thing, yeah, it's kind of... Eh, because you're right. I, it does kind of go Listen, along. man, I spent the first half of that fight going like, all right, how do I beat this boss? How am I supposed to interact at all with this fucking boss? And the game was just like, ha lol, no, you ain't gonna do shit. And I'm like, well, why am I here? <laughs> I guess game. I didn't have that problem. Like, I always knew what to do fighting that thing. Really? Um, what I, were you supposed to do in the first section? You're supposed to, like, warp around it and then hit it a bunch. That's what I did, and I kept getting slapped back down. I, were you going at the right time? <laughs> Oh, sorry, uh, Drew, you were going to ask something? Or? 
I, I, I don't uh, have questions. I just I just want to say I love how much I know about Final Fantasy without Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 based off of you without ever playing it or ever having like a spoiler dropped. Like, I have a shockingly good understanding of this game right now. Yeah. So, like, so basically, what I was saying is this one's more of a set piece kind of thing rather than like an actual fight. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like they I, had I a like... cool set piece and they wanted you to do it, but I just. I feel like the game didn't give me any real tells as to, like, how I was mm. supposed to deal with that first section. Once you hit the second mm. section, it's basically, it plays itself, but, mm. um... I can, I can see it. I remember having some difficulty with it, but, like, I don't remember, like, feeling, oh, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. It was more yeah. like a, am I actually, like, supposed to beat this thing, so should I, like, heal up and use all my stuff, or is this a set piece, like, it's going to kill me, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, the thing um, is, I didn't realize it was a set piece. It, well, I realized it was a set piece when I slapped it a few times, and I was just like, I'm not even doing damage to this thing. How do they expect me to beat this? I am 15 levels over this boss. That boss don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm level 50, and this boss fight's, like, level 30. I'm pretty damn sure if that if I could beat this boss, I should uh, be trouncing it right now. Ah, uh, but you forget my plot armor is invincible. God, you don't... <laughs> um but yeah yeah um so yeah i know exactly where you are in the game at the moment yeah so uh i sort of paused and i haven't played for like the last half a week i've just sort of like put it down and was just like i need to take a break from this game because i'm getting really frustrated with it um really it's just not no i just, it just... I, after that boss fight i was just sort of like desensitized and i was sort of pissy and then like mm. i've entered this new section and now i have this annoyance to deal with and i'm just like i'm not as invested in these characters anymore I need to go mm. take a break. I guess I just didn't. I, I when I played it, I didn't find it to be an annoyance. It was more of just, hey, this is the story thing. Yeah, like it, doesn't affect, like it doesn't affect the gameplay at all. It's just a story thing. Uh, so it does it, if it, you it, like running. Just, just run. Just ditch him. Whatever. <laughs> just ditch him. Fuck it. Just keep running. <laughs> just ditch him. All right. <clears throat> cool. So the other things I've been playing a lot of Overwatch today is the first day of the winter skins. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not Dude. the winter skins, the winter event. But the May event is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I opened up a box, a couple boxes, and I got a couple of purples. But I think most importantly, I got one of the legendary skins. I got the seventy-six one. I'm very happy about that. Nice. Mm. I w- I still wanted ugly sweater seventy-six. Wait, there's an ugly want... sweater seventy-six? No. No, but why didn't not? Make it. Like, don't... I don't want. I don't want winter attack soldier 76. I want like grumpy old dad, like 76. Who's like, bah, I'm I, on Christmas. Murder. I think Sombra's looks freaking dope. And, Which one? uh, Sombra, she has this cool, oh, yeah. like ice one. That right. was a great looking one. I'm less mm-hmm. hype on it, but I really want it still. And the snow mm-hmm. owl for Anna is really cool too. Oh yeah. It's pretty That sweet. was a cool one. Uh, ice and cool. Although I, I find, I find, I don't want it, but I like Junkrat's skin. It's very funny to me. I do. I actually do. It's want appropriate. Junkrat's skin. That one's great. It's, it's uh, for audience who people don't know. Overwatch has its usual winter event, and then uh, and Junkrat, its resident Australian guy, has a winter skin where he is all ready for summer and ready to hit the beach. Yeah, he's ready to hit the beach. He's got all his. He's got his swim trunks. He's got his fun little toy gun. It is, <laughs> it is, it's just super funny. Um, but yeah, so that's, that I, I was also playing a lot, some Overwatch. I finally got, I finished my competitive rounds and I'm in gold. Congrats. Um, I need, I need to do competitive at some I'm point. I'm relatively close I'm staying to playing, away. But yeah, so, uh, and I think for the rest of my week, it's basically been 
uh, some fun things. Uh, Adam and me did a episode about anime, and that inspired me, and I went and watched a couple of animes. Uh, so the first one I watched is Blood by Cade Battlefront, which is the one we yeah, actually boy. talked about. Um, and I'm up to level, uh, not level, I'm up to episode, <laughs> I watched through, epi- I watched uh, episodes one through seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find the show really, it's, it's a cool show. I like it. I also, I 100% understand why Adam is super hype on it. Every time I watch the show, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Adam totally loves this thing. Um, and I, I have like, I have an appreciation for the way in which they, they do a, a fairly good job of depicting New York. And they do a fairly good job of, like, the characters are interesting and uh, interesting things sort of happen. The plot's not as, I'm not as, like, super excited on, but the characters are all really cool. And I, I, I saw one episode and I just remember the art style being pretty, pretty well done. Like, I remember yeah. the animation being really slick. Yeah, yeah, the animation is good. by the visuals of the show. Um, so, mm-hmm. And then the other thing is the music of the show will just surprise you out of nowhere. I'm like, I did not expect a classic rock track to just bust into this fucking anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think, like, me and Adam were talking about this earlier, and I think Adam said something like, they, they evoke the feeling of being in, in like, New York City. Um, and they do it through the music, and they do it through the visuals, they do it through the way in which people interact. Um, they do it through the characters, who all act a little New York-y. Mm. Um, although I, I, was also argue, I was also joking with him that I kind of wish the show was set in Philly. Ah. so that no because <laughs> like i was talking about how like how they're not as aggressive in in this show as as you would expect them to be in new york and it's like well there's monsters and i'm like all right well, well let's just set the show in philly and see how that goes <laughs> um so yeah so i watched that and then the other one i watched was um this anime called like recovery of an mmo addict Ooh. and it hit so um, close to home for zach <laughs> yeah it hit it hit pretty close to home it reminded me of being unemployed is it a comedy um, show or is it like a, a dark serious like it this, is a, this, this it is a problem it is a rom-com oh even um, better even better. It, it tries to be dramatic with it but i'm always like this is dumb and you all should be just talking about your feelings um so zach welcome to anime <laughs> I just, I, it's super annoying so it's uh, the, the show stars um, a woman named Morika who is 30 years old and quit her job to play MMOs. Not joking. She quit her job to become a neat. That takes dedication, it does. It's, yeah, it does. Um, and <laughs> how so... Does she, how does she feed herself then? Like, like where does the money I come think from? she saved up a bunch of money while she was working. Because, like, uh, she worked. She's 30 years old. <laughs> like, she worked as an... She worked, like, an office job for ages. Um, and now she's just sort of, like, living on her own. Uh, and playing MMOs and not having the best spending habits, but well, she has to live her truth, Zach. Yeah, she's got to live her truth. Um, and she joins an MMO and she decides to play a male character, which oh, gets it, it becomes relevant. Okay. Um, and she joins in with a guild and she like bonds really closely with this female character. Obviously, oh it's a no! And and there's like a whole thing. And let me tell you, this fucking main character is the giantest nerd on the fucking planet. I'm just like, lady, you... <laughs> oh my good god. Lady, you need to calm down. Like, no, she does! Like, I feel like... Like, there's many times in the show where I, like, I wish I could be in the room to just be like, Marika, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Zach, how did you Sound hear about yourself. this show? Was it just random going through with some, like, hey, um, hey, hey Zach, maybe, maybe you should give this a look. Maybe I you, think it's... Uh... <laughs> 
I think it's because either I looked on Mal or I looked on Crunchyroll and there was just some sort of like suggestion for the show. Or oh right, no, I know what it was. Um uh Mother's Basement, which is a YouTuber, did something about the OP for the show. Oh thank mm-hmm. God. And I, he was I like that was something else. <laughs> what? Well, you said Mother's Basement, and I was just like, oh. did you like go? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? No, that would be weird. Um But yeah, so so Mother's Basement, it's a YouTube channel. And uh, he was doing a review of the OP and he said like, well, watch the show if you don't want spoilers. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I got time tonight. And so I watched through like seven episodes last night. Hooray. I watched through like eight episodes. My bad. There's, there's 12 episodes in the season, but they're not done with the season yet. And so Crunchyroll is just like, ha, you can't watch the last few ones. And I'm like, fuck you, Crunchyroll. Um, well, I am glad to hear that your anime habits have continued, Zach. Yeah, I know. I'm. I. I got back into the swing of watching them animes. Um, <sighs> All it took was a, an hour of you and Adam talking about anime. It made I know. me want to watch anime. We oh did yeah. It. Well, anime for all right. The last thing I should probably mention. Um. Oh, there's there's two things. One small. One slightly larger. One is yesterday. I pre-registered for Fanime, so Adam. Yay! Yeah! We doing uh-huh. it? Yeah, I'll probably do it. Yes! Um, and so... Congratulations. Are you going to cosplay? Are you going to cosplay? Uh, I have some internet friends who said they're going to go to this thing, and they said they're going to do Korra cosplaying, so probably <gasps> one of those characters. Oh, Be Pabu. excited. I don't know if I can do Pabu. I don't know who Pabu is, and I need to watch Korra. Oh, you haven't seen Korra yet! You just talked about seeing all this anime, and you're just like, yeah, but I haven't... Uh, actually, Drew, Korra is not... I know! <laughs> shut up! Yeah, I know, Drew, Adam Magleby. Drew, I, I hope you'll agree with me. He should really just go as Pabu. Uh, I, I think that's the right thing to do. I don't even know who Pabu is. I think that's the right is. thing to do. Well, oh, God, just... it's the monkey companion. It's the monkey companion, isn't it? Uh, excuse me? He is a red panda. Oh, he God is a damn. fire ferret. God damn <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, I thought it was a red panda. Uh, they actually they told me to go as Batar Junior. I I don't remember who that is. Yeah, yeah I remember watching the show, but who the fuck is Batar? Do you know who oh, wait, Kuvira is? Kuvira. Yeah, I know Kuvira. Okay, so there was a guy that was associated with her. Oh, I I got. It. I, yeah. Okay. I don't do know it. how major this character is. I just looked at him and said, "I can do that guy." Well, there Let you go. You up. did it. You Continue did. with your other things while I look up yeah. who Batar Jr. is. Um, so the, uh, so the the little slightly more major thing is that uh, I have a tooth sticking out of my gums. Oh wisdom, no! There's a wisdom tooth sticking out of my gums, and I started feeling pressure around on it, uh, mm-hmm. pressure on it, and then along the the top of the uh, gum line. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little freaked out, and I went and saw my dentist, and Yay! my dentist like looked me over for ten minutes. And then he was like, yep. So, and he, he basically said like, yeah, it looks like it's coming out normally. It uh, seems to be, you know, it's coming in fine. You don't have any issues or like infections or anything. Um, and I'm like, oh, it's like, okay. And he's like, yeah. And about the pressure, um, you're teething. So. What? <laughs> you have a, like a super late tooth coming in? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What the, what the fuck? I have a like super a late wisdom tooth. tooth co- yeah, it's a wisdom tooth. Okay, Welcome this to makes the more world, sense. tiny tooth. Yeah, so there's a wisdom tooth coming in top left. Um, and now, let me ask you this question: Have you already one. had your wisdom teeth removed? 
I had the bottom two removed, but not the top two. Weird. Oh, they usually boy. take them out in sets. They don't usually take out both bottoms. It's usually both left or both right. Yeah, I think the issue is that I was having an issue with my bottom wisdom teeth uh-huh. that they needed to remove them. Um, but the top ones they didn't have to remove because they didn't have the issue. And I'm well, like currently the, my top wisdom teeth are just coming in normally. Zach, I can't. I just can't deal with this fact of like <laughs> you're about. You're roughly around the age I am, and you have teeth coming in. It's like. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of an odd scenario. I, I thought people were done with this by now. You know, it's actually super funny is that I told my dad about it, and my dad responded to me with the thing I have known for all of my childhood is that my teeth come in extremely slowly. Mm. Like, no, like, as I was growing up, my teeth took forever to come in, and they were just, like, my baby teeth were super-duper resilient. <laughs> they just refused to let go. Today well, I learned an important lesson about uh, Zach's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that is that is uh, my week. Um, sorry for taking up a bunch of time with that. That's okay. It was it was valuable information and and it, it's something congrats to chew with on. the tooth. Ah, <laughs> thank you, Adam. Hey, hero. hey, hey. You know, yes, they Adam. say as as you grow up, you collect teeth and stuff. You know what else you can collect? EVs. This is a weird transition. Someone help. Is it Digimon? Uh, <laughs> Do you collect Digimon? Oh, uh, no, I would never collect coins. You, is it coins? coins? No, no, no. You'd never collect coins. No. no, no what about no. Stamps. gachapons? Wait, gachapon Stamps. toys? Stamps. Stamps. No, no. If I were to collect anything, it would be monsters. And these monsters, where would I, I would keep them in my pockets. People Whoa. People would say, Adam, I mean, you're crazy. You can't keep monsters in your pockets, but that's what Adam, I do. Are you talking Damn. about the hip sensation that is Pokemon? Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Pokemon. Oh All right, I, I guess it now is a good time to actually start talking about Pokemon. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, which <laughs> I guess would be <laughs> a small fraction, <laughs> a small fraction of our listeners, Pokemon is the amazing card game, TV show, video game franchise that has been around for quite some time. I guess it's also a VR thing now because of Pokemon Go. Um, we've all played it in varying degrees growing up and in our current existence and we're going to talk about it for a little bit so yeah so we got this fun list of questions and our first question is a very important one what was your first pokemon game and who was your starter and uh you know i'll go first my first pokemon game uh it's kind of cheating i rented blue version back when i didn't have like i just like wanted to rent for some reason i didn't understand Mm -hmm. the idea of owning it uh and i was like yo squirtle's really cool because to me uh, Wartortle was like one of the coolest Pokemon ever. So I would get him up to Wartortle and I would just not evolve him. I would just be like, fuck it, I'm good, I'm solid, this is where I gotta be. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> so you've never, you never got a Blastoise ever? I never wanted one. I thought Blastoise was creepy. I was like, Wartortle's cool and Blastoise but, is just kind of like not my deal. Well, l- let's be honest here. Blastoise looks more like a Digimon. Have you noticed how they slapped guns on him? <laughs> yes, I did notice how they slapped guns on him. <laughs> That was part of like why I was kind of like, why does he? He's a Pokemon. Why has he got? Why has he got water pumps? Actually, yeah. Um. So I have on my door in my room. I have a very old poster of the original 150 Pokemon. Oh, here, dang! That has been here for years. I think it was actually the same year when Pokemon came out. So that'll give you. And by the way. <laughs> I looked it up. Pokemon came out on in, on the GBA in 1995. Wow. Uh, I think it either arrived in the States that year or the year after, so that should give you an idea of where, how long this poster's been here. 
Um, <laughs> and yeah, Drew, uh, out of all the Pokemon, it's the only one that has anything like mechanical on it. Yeah. Where it's not like well, unless you're you know, counting, like, unless it's a Magnemite. Well, yeah, yeah, but they're like all mechanical. This is like half right. like organic, half mechanical. I think it's the only one that I'm looking at. Yeah, and again, like nothing to get nothing to knock you if you're big into the big like mighty turtle thing. But I was just like, no, War Turtle's super cool. He like. I don't know. Like, I just thought he had a cool look to him. Um, you just liked him for the fuzzy ears, isn't it? And the fuzzy I mean, tail. It helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, I remember uh, Squirtle was my favorite from the TV show. He was the one with the cool glasses, who had the attitude, um, but didn't go rogue like freaking Charizard bastard. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm like, still he... mad about that. I'm still. Hey, mad he got about better. That. Yeah, he yeah. did go better. Yeah, but like. Yeah, but he's still a bastard. <sighs> it was that's also fair it was weird um also i gotta say eventually when i did own a version i went with yellow version so technically my starter then is pikachu by default Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and then you kind of do the little collect thing and i don't know that was kind of like how i would do the starters that's how i did the starters man nice 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 um i guess i'll go next uh my first pokemon game was also pokemon blue um I have a vague memory of how I got a Game Boy Color and a and a copy of Pokemon Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. I probably need to ask my dad. I feel like he would remember this. But I don't remember ever actually asking my dad of, hey, can we get this Game Boy for me? What I do remember, though, is just kind of hanging out in the electronics in like the kind of video game area of like a Walmart or a Target. And all of a sudden, my dad handing me a light blue Game Boy Color and a copy of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and yeah. Pokemon Blue. So, Can I just say that. Link's Awakening is super good. I, I love that game so much. That's totally off topic, but it is super good. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to ask him again to see if it was like... Because I remember it being completely out of the blue, but maybe I'm like suppressing the part where I annoyed the hell out of him for like weeks on end about it. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so first Pokemon game was Pokemon Blue, and my starter was also Squirtle. Yeah. Um, I can't remember why I went with Squirtle. I think I just went with him because that's who was on the cover. I was that like, makes sense. Well, it's Pokemon Blue. I obviously got to pick the blue one, and it's Squirtle. <laughs> so we, right. let's go with that one. So I had Squirtle for a while. And did, uh, did you actually I, evolve I did him evolve. all the way? I did. I did have a. I was walking around with a Blastoise for a while. Yeah. That's pretty uh, excellent. So, so cool um yep and then since then i i i picked up most of the games for there so i won't go through all the starters and stuff but yeah I, i've been pretty much on the pokemon train for a while kind of dropped off in recent years but still like it a lot right yeah yeah um Zach. so hi there uh I, me and my, me and my brother i i don't know if we shared one i think we each had a uh, game boy color mm-hmm. and uh i I think my brother started on on Pokemon Blue version because I got red version. And my starter was Bulbasaur. Ah. And I remember Gary Oak picking the fire guy and my brother telling me that Gary's going to pick whatever one is you're weak against. And I was just like, that's lame. And then he did it. And I was like, that's lame. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember beating the... I don't think I ever got to Venusaur. I think I got an Ivory Sword, but that... But I stopped playing before I finished. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you not beat the Elite Four? I don't think I did. Whoa! I beat um, the Elite Four in my 
Pokemon Blue. I think in Pokemon mm. Blue, I got all the way up to catching Mewtwo. So oh, I was pretty much, dang. I pretty much did everything in that game besides like level them up crazy. Because I was a small child, and I was like, I gotta collect more Pokemon. Yeah, although mm. I do have to say, like, I actually like Squirrel more than I like uh, Iris, uh Venusaur. Not Venusaur. Mm. Um, fucking Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know why I picked Bulbasaur at the beginning. I think I just, I think I, I preferred grass over fire and and water, and I hadn't seen sense. as much of the anime yet. Yeah. Also, yeah. you like green, right? I do like green. Although that was right. at that time, blue was my favorite color. Don't ask me why I picked Bulbasaur. It's it's a real question. I, I we'll have to go in the wayback machine and ask young Zach. Zach, what the fuck's wrong with you? What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just like I like grass. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Grass. I'm man. sure there's like grass. I'm I'm sure there's like some kind of like like one of the starters is probably supposed to be the best. I I don't know which one though. I always just kind of well, chose so, arbitrarily. No, they're even. Here's a funny thing about, uh, and this is only something I've known about Pokemon Blue and the original 150, uh, because that's the one I'm the most familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. Your starters aren't are actually a difficulty selector. Wait, really? What? So, well, th- really think about this. So, if you pick Bulbasaur, so you know you have Bulbasaur, oh, right. Charmander, Squirtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say you're Zach and pick Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is the easiest because it has type advantage on the first two gyms. This is true. It has type right, advantage on Brock. It has type advantage on Misty. So it's kind of like playing on... So it's kind of like playing on easy mode. Mm. Uh, picking Squirtle is like picking medium because you have type advantage on uh, Brock, but you have a similar advantage on Misty. And then picking Charmander is technically like playing hard mode because you, have, you are at a type disadvantage for the first and second gym. Mm. Um, now... This is to be completely honest. Uh, it's not like there aren't actual difficulty thing, but when you think about like how the three are balanced, like like you know right. uh, you're saying like they're all pretty the same, it, it actually will change like how easy you get through the game, like right, depending right. on which starter you get. So yeah. I think the best one is technically Bulbasaur because you would have advantage, um, but it means you won't get a fire Pokemon for quite a while if you don't go Charmander, because mm. I think fire Pokemon didn't start showing up till. They don't show up to like the volcano or like midway. I, I think mi- there's a middle zone area where you can catch a Vulpix or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, or late. you could like take your Eevee and give it like a Fire Stone and be like, "Ha ha, yeah. look at me!" But I always felt bad about using stones because they made they made such a big deal about how it's like cheating in the TV no, show. Well, that's because the TV show was all like, "Oh, does your Pokemon want to evolve?" And you're like, "Oh God, I didn't want this moral dilemma." <laughs> no, yeah. I mean like. I, I, um, like the rules in the show were completely not the same as in the game, and it kind of bugged me. Like, yeah, so that's <laughs> the rules in the show versus the rules in the game are interesting. But did you know in the fan made role playing game system, Pokemon Tabletop United, Ooh. like rules from the show creep back into the into that <laughs> game? <laughs> like, oh dear, how do they creep back in? It's it depends, like, it depends on how you play it because it's a role playing game, but. Mm. Uh, like one of the old versions would like list Pokemon intelligence, mm-hmm. and so like, and they were like they were ranked with numbers, but each one of the numbers would like correspond with a uh, with an amount of intelligence. So some of them would be like animal intelligence, but then sometimes you get, but but then you'd also have like baby intelligence, like as as smart as about as smart as a toddler. Yeah, and then you'd have like as smart as like a you know a young kid. And then you'd have, like, adult intelligence. And then you'd have, like, smarter than human. And then you were getting into this, like, oh, dear. 
Well, like, quick, what was like, Alakazam's? Letting... Alakazam <laughs> is more intelligent than a human. Significantly more intelligent than a human. There was like another yeah, run yeah, above that. Yeah, because in its fucking Pokedex entry, it says, it's got an IQ of 5,000 or something. It's like, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, it does. <laughs> it's, it'll still hurt itself in its confusion. It will. Um, Can't be that smart. But yeah, Aww. like, it's funny because like, I, I looked it up for the... Because the game I'm playing, I have a... a currently, it's Curlia, but it's going to evolve into a Gridania. And ah. Gridania has about the same level of intelligence as an Alakazam. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's a good thing we're not using those rules in the new version. Uh, I was going to ask you, it's not on our list of questions, but uh, mm-hmm. this kind of goes off of what your first Pokemon game was. Uh, uh, are you guys still playing the series? Or, like, I guess what's the last uh, Pokemon game you played? I, you know, I dropped I dropped after, I think, uh, the Johto region. Okay, so, so like, that'd be... I think that was Gold and Silver. Yeah, that'd be Gold Silver. Yeah. I... Um, Solid games. Solid I've games. had an odd. I've had. I've had an interesting experience with Pokemon in that I played Red. I didn't finish it. I've been aware of Pokemon ever since. I had Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and but after I was a kid, I sort of just dropped. I just didn't really get a lot of Nintendo stuff, and I didn't mm-hmm. get a lot of handheld stuff. Um, and then very recently, I got a. I got a 3DS, and I got Pokemon Sun and Moon. Hmm. <laughs> so, so I left. I mean, yeah, you. You've and I'm back. Well, that's where Sir Tenenbaum comes from. So, yeah, that's yeah. where Sir Tenenbaum <laughs> comes from. Can we just can we detour it and can I talk about? Please Sir do. Well, okay. uh, uh, what what about Sir Tenenbaum? Well, you know what? Let's just let's just be the transition to our favorite Pokemon because Sir oh, Tenenbaum was, was one of my oh, favorite. Oh, I was I'm trying sorry. to answer my own question. I guess I won't answer my own question. Uh, okay. I was going to say is uh, I played the original uh, Red, Blue, Yellow. Um, I beat those. I think I beat the Kant, the Johto region and the Hoenn region ones. Uh, and after that, I kind of stopped playing a bit. And then uh, I think I, I think the last one I picked up was Diamond and Pearl. And nice. I was just kind of done. And then recently I picked up Pokemon Sun. Uh, I think I played a little bit. I'm not that far at all into it. But I do li- mm. I do keep meaning to go back and play Pokemon Sun. Because it was a lot of, mm. like, there's a lot of, like, improvement <clears throat> stuff. And I do like that one. Yeah, and it's really. I had one of the the the, the version right before uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and I actually didn't like playing it at all. I just like I which stopped was... playing after like ten minutes. I don't remember which one. Was that black and white? It no, have... that was no, X no. and Y. Yeah, it was X and Y. I think I had like version. I think I had X, and I just didn't like it very much for some reason. Anyways, um, so okay, let me tell you ne- about. Go yes, Adam. The... What I was gonna, gonna say. Saying? Now we can go to favorite Pokemon. Ah, okay, cool. So. I have three Pokemon that I would consider my favorite, mm-hmm. and then I have one that I'm just gonna like hate on for just a second. Well, okay, wow. I guess this is a love hate relationship. I'm just okay. So uh, let's let's start with the most recent experience. Is that I played Pokemon? Uh, I played Pokemon Moon, and really early on, uh, certain like I was talking to, to random random like NPCs, and they were just like, "Isn't Cutie Fly so cute?" And I'm like, "What is Cutie Fly? What the fuck is this?" I was saying that a lot, but because um, <laughs> I had no idea what any of these new Pokemon were. But they were mm-hmm. like talking about these Cutie Flies, and I was just like, "Oh, it's in this meadow." And I was like, "Okay." And so I get into the meadow. I'm like, "Well, I'm here, and I want to catch every kind of Pokemon. So let's go for some Cutie Flies." And I get it. And I look at a Cutie Fly, and I'm like. This thing looks like a tick, but it's adorable. <laughs> and so I catch it. This, <laughs> this thing is horrifying. I love it. <laughs> so, and then I look at it and I'm like, it's fairy bug. Hey, those are two types I don't have. And so I kept it on my team. Yeah. And I, when I caught him, it was a male 
I thought I was going to get a female cutie fly because they were like hinting it was going to be female. Um, but I got a male one instead and I'm like, cool. Uh, what do I name this thing? I guess I'll name it. I, it has to have a formal title. This tiny, tiny little bug needs to have the most formal over the top title. I will name him Sir Tannenbaum. Ah, Sir Tannenbaum. Yes, Sir Tannenbaum. How is Sir Tannenbaum doing these days? Um, I haven't Pokemon played games. Moon in ages, but he's still on Aww. my team. So. He's uh, waiting, waiting for Zach to come back. Yep. Yeah. Well, he will. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so I played, and eventually my cutie fly evolved into a Rabombi. And so Sir mm. Tannenbaum became a Rabombi. And I looked upon... I looked upon Rabombi, and if anybody doesn't know, Rabombi looks like a tiny little bee man with tiny little noodle arms. Yeah, he arms. does. Aww. I'm looking at him right now. It's like... Yeah. He's got a little scarf, too. It's... Very appropriate naming Sir Tenenbaum. Yeah, I know. And so I looked at this Pokemon. I saw this Rabombi, and I was just like, this is the most adorable Pokemon ever. <laughs> I love this little man. Sir Tannenbaum is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> and, like, I just refused to kick him off the squad. He just forever stayed on the squad. Mm. I like this idea. Zach, your team has too many bug fairies. Kick Rabombi. Nay. Get Nay. rid of the legendaries. Rabombi <laughs> yeah. stays. Rabombi stays. Well, the thing is, well, the upside is that Rabombi has really high speed and has really high special attack. Well, good. Hmm. He's got. He's a good asset it to is, your team. Oh yeah, he's a super useful asset. And I have. I gave him. Um, he can use. I, I gave him a psychic move. He has like a strong psychic move. He has a strong bug move. And he has a strong fairy move. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I'm good for Rabombi. Rabombi can do shit. Hooray. Um. And so yeah. So so Rabombi is is a really cool Pokemon that I've enjoyed. Uh, two more that I have enjoyed. Uh. Well, no, no. Wait a second. You wait a second. Uh, wait a second. Favorite is favorite. I want to know about this one that you hate. I want to know about the one you hate. Oh, God damn it! I wanted to talk about two other Pokemon. I, the thing is, is that Rabombi isn't technically my favorite of the Pokemon. All it's right. just Sertanabom is my favorite Pokemon that who, I've caught. Who are these other two, then? All right. Um, my favorite well, you will Pokemon... tell us who you hate. My, my favorite Pokemon is a tie. It is a tie between Farfetch'd, which I think yeah. is an amazing fucking Pokemon. It's a duck with a leak. Mm-hmm. Um... And I, I have, I have very much enjoyed Farfetch'd all the way from, from, uh, from Gen One. Um, and then the second one is Phantom, which is an adorable little Pokemon. I love Phantom so much. It is the spookiest tree, and I want to give this, it a hug. You want to hug a spooky tree? I want to hug a spooky tree. Okay. Um, if I type in Pokemon Ghost Tree, oh, there it I, is. It's Phantom. I, yep, <laughs> okay. it's a Phantom. Be careful um, when typing in Pokemon so, anything in Google. Just just, just so sorry. you don't just so you know, Phantom is basically it's a phantom plus a stump. Um, it looks like a tiny little um, it Aww, it looks tiny and adorable. I know, right? So that's kind of like I I really like that Pokemon. Um, it's partly because I got a, like an inside joke amongst some friends of mine involves me and Spooky Forest, and so. I've just taken to it a lot, and mm-hmm. now Phantom is my one of my favorite Pokemon. It is tied with Farfetch'd. I like it. Nice. Yeah, no, they're great. Wow, that's a lot of love you've been putting on Pokemon. Tell me this Pokemon that you wished would disappear. I think Sableye is a tiny little gremlin that hates people, and I hate ah, it. He's <laughs> the one that, that eats gems, yes? Yes. He eats rocks and is a tiny little jackass. Mm. Ah. Ah, yeah, this <laughs> thing. This thing was super yes. weird. I don't know why... 
It is this creepy little fucking Pokemon. Hey, this is the laziest Mega Evolution I've ever seen. Sorry. Yeah, that Mega Evolution was hilarious, though. So, uh, sorry, I, I I yelled over you guys. I, I'm just, so yeah, Sableye eats rocks, and they have he has a Mega Evolution, which is just Sableye with red eyes holding a big ass rupee from like Zelda. Yeah, it's just a big ass rupee shield. It is super funny. It's like, <laughs> it's like give that back. That's Links. <laughs> And he's, but he's like, good, but he's gonna say no. But he's gonna say no. He's gonna hold on to because he's an imp and an asshole. Well, there you go. There you go. I'm sorry. In my my BTU game, I caught a Sableye, and every Sableye we've met is a total dick. <laughs> not Adam, all Sableyes. Not, um, not all Sableyes. God, that's hard. Now, uh, you know, when we had this question of who's your favorite, um, I've had trouble narrowing it down to one. If I had to say absolutely just one Pokemon. Uh, I'd probably say Pikachu. I like, I like Pikachu a lot. Pika- so, um, anytime I started up a new game, it, the first question was, all right, when's the ETA to when I get a Pikachu? And then, like, so when Pokemon Yellow came out, it's like, you just get one. I'm like, this is the best Pokemon ever. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Pokemon Sun immediately endeared itself to me because you can catch a Pichu, like, right outside the starting area. And yeah, I yeah you can. Yeah, and I noticed like, that. The Pichus, you can catch a Pichu super early. And I was like, mm. oh my god, Pokemon Sun is the best game. Cause did you get I it? have a baby. I did. I did get a, I got a babby Pikachu. Okay, but more importantly, did you evolve it into an Alolan Raichu? I'm not super big on Alolan Raichu. I actually really like, I like Pikachu a lot. Um, I actually really like Raichu as well. Which is weird. When I was a young guy, when I was a young kid, I loved Pikachu. Now I'm an old fogey. It's like, damn, Raichu's so cool. <laughs> look how look how cool he is. But Pikachu, man, still pretty cool. Uh, I'm well, I mean, the show the... like the show made Raichu out to be like the bad thing to do. Again, like you know, don't don't give Pikachu the stone. He wants to be his own thing. It's like, yeah. Oh, but damn well, there's there's other there's other episodes of the anime later that's like, look, this is Raichu. He's cool. I'm like, yeah, Raichu is super cool. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, if I had to pick absolutely just one Pokemon that that's my favorite, it'd probably be Pikachu. I have a bunch of others <laughs> that I that are in my top list of Pokemans. Yeah, I know. I have I have other ones in my top list as um, well. Unfortunately, they're all like, wow, Adam, that's the edgiest Pokemon you could have picked. <laughs> wait, wait, is one of them Haunt Edge? No, that's that's oh. too edgy. That's literally a bladed edge. <laughs> yeah, it is literally a bladed edge. Um, Sorry, Drew. So Drew. Do what? you have a favorite Pokemon? I do have a favorite Pokemon. Um, or Pokemon or Pokemon Pokemans, as my mom called them. Pokemon Pocket Monster. My favorite Pocket Monster is a bit of a toss-up. Uh, <laughs> um, I usually go with Zapdos, my lightning spirit oh animal. I don't love the boys. I don't love the Zapdos, the Thunderbird. He is the greatest. He is in a power plant, and he's the earliest legendary you can get. And once I get him, I'm just like, I don't need these other fools. I've got my lightning type. I Arctic, am set. Arctic who know? Who cares? Hey. Kind of. He's in the middle of an island, and he sucks, but whatever. I'm sorry. That's my yes, opinion. Seafoam Cave sucks. <laughs> don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Uh, no, I love Zapdos. I think his design is super cool. I love lightning. Uh, and he's a giant bird. And what's cooler than flying on a giant bird made of lightning? Like, is that like imagine that. Wait, imagine that for a I, second. I have a small question. Is Zapdos definitely male? Uh, I don't uh, know. Legendaries are genderless. Oh. 
I actually assumed it was a female, but like whatever, I don't care. Yeah. It's Zapdos. It's Zapdos. It, yes. It's, <laughs> it's, that's that's its gender. It's Zapdos gender. And I'm gonna throw a little something out there for Haunter. Um, I always liked Haunter. I thought oh, he, I always thought he was super cool. You're not um, no throwing love on the Ghastly. Mm. Eh, you know, Ghastly's okay. Like it's just like you get a Ghastly so you can evolve it into yeah. a Haunter. I don't know. And and well, then you're about good the, to go. Wait, but what about the final? What about the Gengar? I don't care. Like, oh. you know. Gengar is kind of. I like Gengar, but there's something about Haunter just looking like, ooh, I'm so spooky. I'm just like a ghost. But, like, Haunter looks like, eh. Or, sorry, Gengar is like, eh, I'm a little imp thing. I'm a. Eat your dreams, but Haunter's like, ooh, spooky. My floating ha- hands. Ha- Haunter looks like he wants to be your buddies. He's like, yeah, we're gonna get up to trouble, whatever. Gengar's like, hey, I've done some shit. You won't <laughs> hey, man, can I crash at you? <laughs> hey, man, can I crash at your place? The cops know where I am. Oh, boy. Like, no, Gengar. You, you want to see a dead body, son? Like, no. Uh, let me no ask way. you this question, Drew. Did you but, like Haunter more because you couldn't find anybody to trade with and get a Gengar? No, <laughs> because, like, you know, you could always get a link cable and do the trading. And I am I think I did that. I, I did that to get Mr. Mime, where, like, I just hooked up a Game Boy to a friend's Game Boy and just, like, did a swap back and forth. And I was just like, eh, Mr. Mime's okay. But, like, didn't really care. Because there were the Mr. Mime's... Who- Mr. Mime is a creepy-ass Pokemon. It is a he super is... creepy Pokemon. God. Yeah, basically, the, the option was Ugh. there, and you're right, it was a hassle. It was just like, mmm, don't know if I want to f- do that. On the flip side, yeah. Jinx is also a really creepy Pokemon. I mean, well, Jinx has, Jinx has like, some strange issues just to work out. Let's be real. Like, yeah, let's, also, <laughs> let's also be real. There's an, a, there's an entire row on this poster that I'm, like, looking at them like, yeah, these are all weird Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And, and Mr. Mime, Jinx... Uh, and fucking Magmar with its butt head. Oh, Dude, I, you know, let's yeah. take a moment to, like, I always felt weird about Magmar. I thought he was supposed to be rare and, like, cool to get, but I was like, I want nothing to do with you. Like, Yeah, because he's got an ass for a head. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, the, he's got a you know flaming ass for a head. You know, it's, you know what's super funny is that they actually made a pre-evolution for Magmar. A Magby. A Magby, Aww. yeah. Magby Aww. looks cute. Uh, and didn't, and Magmar has an evolution now in the new ones, isn't it? Or uh, it's like Mag, uh, or maybe it's like a mega form. Yeah, something like that. I know it evolves up. Um, yeah, Magmortar. Oh that man, sounds right. God damn so it. So let me ask. Let me ask. Talk uh, of, uh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Talking more about favorite Pokemon. There's just so many Pokemon I really like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So you've given us three. Like quick, just names. Two more that you've liked, Zach. Magnemite, Jigglypuff. Excellent. Drew, Drew, two more, that, two or three more that you've liked, just names. I like Arcanine. Um, oh, yeah, Arcanine. Arcanine's my boy. Good little, good little friend. And uh, I guess if good I need Good dog to, best friend. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, there was always... Oh, you know what? I, I kind of dig... Uh, I dig Butterfree. Butterfree's okay in my book. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool guy. Uh, two other ones I've liked. Uh, I really like Darkrai. I really liked uh, Deoxys. And man, uh, did I really, I do really like Tyrantrum. Cool Pokemon. Hey, Drew, do you know what, what a, any of those three Pokemon are? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, okay. Those are all, those are all from the newer ones. Oh my you God. know, Adam, that leads us into our next question. If, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How has Pokemon changed over the years? Ah, well, let me tell you, their <laughs> designs have gotten way out there. Yep. I yeah. remember, again, I've only played not so many of the newer games, but I'm pretty sure there's an ice cream cone and a chandelier at this point. Uh, Chandelier is a fucking boss. 
I'm sorry. It is the is... Ghostfire Pokemon of your dreams. Oh, that's good to know. That's Andrew, the other know. the other Pokemon you're thinking is Vanilla Ice. Vanilla uh, Ice. It's a little ice cream. It's like, it's a little ice cream cone that evolves into a double scoop of ice cream. And then it evolves into a giant sundae. Oh, that, that's my dream. That, yeah. that has terrible implications though. Like, do you just like raise a Pokemon so you can eat it later? Like, like you get a little baby oh, ice cream. Oh, sorry. Vanillite. Vanillite. Oh, I heard vanilla. I heard vanilla ice. evolves into vanillish, which evolves into Vanillux, which is a double scoop of ice cream. Jesus Christ. Delicious. Mm. Oh, Lord in heaven, whatever. It's a ghost type, okay. right? Yeah, I think it's ghost ice. Um, yeah, the thing is, like, so, so Drew, a lot of the weirdest Pokemon end up being ghost types because go- mm-hmm. it's just literally just like possessed object. Weird. I believe it. Yeah, I there's, it. there's a uh, one of the newer Pokemon uh, that came out later was called Rotom, and Rotom's kind of gimmick Fuck is it. that you can go to all these different <laughs> objects in the house that you find him because he's one of the. I can't remember which generation it is, but you go into a house, you go into a house and just find Rotom. And then there's all these objects around him that you go and talk that you interact with and it says, "Do you want to put Rotom in the fridge?" Okay, <laughs> it's now Rotom fridge version. <laughs> or washing machine version. It is like, Jesus I the thing Christ. is it is so dumb it I it like wrapped around on me and I fucking love Rotom. So uh, to part the first part of the how have Pokemon how has uh, the Pokemon series changed is um they got and this is just obvious Pokemon has been around for so many years it has. that the you know the original 150 look like quaint and tame compared to the newer yeah. ones the newer ones really there's some hits and there's some misses but overall I do think like they've stayed consistent of like these are like little monsters or little creatures and they do feel like they can live in the world that they like they yeah. inhabit. Um, and I, I think that's really cool. Just some of the newer ones kind of go way out there. Some of the new series have some of the cooler designs for Pokemon, but somebody wasn't feeling it when they made Garbodor. No, oh, fucking Garbodor. Garbodor is a bag of garbage. That's not an insult. He's literally a bag of garbage. <laughs> it is. And then it evolves into a pile of trash. Whoa, whoa. Oh my god. Oh, is it like tra- there's a monster inside the trash can? So, is it like a Sesame so, Street character? No, it's Drew? just a pile of trash. Drew, the first Pokemon is Trubbish that evolves into Garbodor. It starts off as a pile of garbage and then it becomes oh, a right. giant pile of garbage. Well, that's delightful. That's that's fantastic. Um, and I think uh, that one showed up in... Well, so it sounds really stupid, but it kind of makes sense because I believe that one showed up in Pokemon Black and White. And Pokemon Black and White took, was supposed to take place in uh, kind of Pokemon-style New York or big urban city. And so there's a lot of garbage in urban cities, so of course there'd be a garbage Pokemon. Okay, um, you know, I, I, I buy that. I buy that. that. Why not? Yeah, the thing is, they had a bit of precedent, too, because of uh, Grimer and Muck. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's something with, like, the newer games, is that... So, so each game that's come out um, has kind of been a, based around a theme or some kind of kind of central idea like that was that's not really true for like the for red and blue um gold silver and some of and some of the early ones but a lot of the later ones usually had a theme like x and y had its uh i think it had like death the rebirth kind of thing and it was about like time travel and shit like that uh Hmm. black and white was about being in the big city and then alola is uh sorry sun and moon are about being in alola in the tropics it's hawaii vacation it is it is pokemon hawaiian vacation version yeah. I like it. Um, well, that's why. Well, that's why one of the the Pokemon you can get is literally a sandcastle. 
Dude, that Sandcastle Pokemon is horrifying. <laughs> don't don't laugh, Drew. That thing, that thing will in its Pokedex entry is literally said it will interact with children so that it can then swallow them and consume their souls. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Pokedex entries get real dark. Part no, I two remember. How, part two of how Pokemon has changed. Boy, they've decided to get dark in oddly weird places. Yeah. I, I think that's been consistently a thing. Like, you know, Has getting it? back to... Well, I remember, like, uh, what was it? Like, Drowsy and Hypno would, like, hypnotize you. And I think in the show, there, there was this creepy episode with uh, one of the gym leaders called Sabrina. And you got, like, turned into, like, little dolls. And, like, we're supposed to be all right, I remember for that. all eternity Oh, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, man. Do you know how in the anime, I watched the, the, the Ghastly Haunter... Gengar episode followed up by the Sabrina episode like oh yeah six times in a row nice <laughs> like I nice. I still remember it now well done um also you know you... an entire plot around the mafia right like that's oh right the mob <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I'm trying to think of other ways like the newer game like the games have kind of changed from the older ones uh the newer games have a lot more um I think this is pretty safe they have a lot more RPG mechanics oh yeah stuff like that the, like, the newer games have, like, added new mechanics. They added Pokemon breeding. Oh, Probably God. the most Dude, important big change. There are so many damn, like, overlaying systems on it. So, Drew, let me ask. You stopped playing after Gold and Silver, I think Well, you said? I played, like, Gold and Silver was the last one I owned. And I believe uh-huh. I played through a good chunk of... I forget which one it was, but I actually had a Sable or like the little gremlin with eyes with gems mm-hmm. for eyes or whatever. Um, okay. So whatever, whatever that one was. So, so was I'm familiar say- with like the breeding and the jokes around Ditto being basically like whatever. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, you kind of dropped out right before somebody sent, went, let's crank this RPG meter all the way up. Oh dear. Uh, oh, because dear. the newer games, the, the original games were, uh, you had your Pokemon you had the initial values that they'd started with, and it had these things called EVs. Mm. And you can get into a whole topic about EVs. Um, I, I, I've heard many a tale of the meta systems beneath the game, and I... But, yeah, and like Pokemon had like a bunch of meta systems. Uh, for audience members, quickly, who don't know, initial values are the initial starting values of, the, of your Pokemon stats. AKA EVs, IVs. Uh, yeah, IVs. Effort values... Um, are a special mechanic in the game where depending on the Pokemon that you fight, you will get a certain number of EV points. And once you collect enough, you'll get a point in a stat. So if you fight a Pidgey, you'll get speed EVs. And if you collect like 10 of them, the next time you level up, you'll get one additional point in speed. And you can min-max the hell out of your Pokemon this way. Yeah. That was in the original base game. And that already sounds a little complicated. The next like four or five generations added breeding onto it. So you could like get IVs and new Pokemon added special ability, like passive abilities to it. Um, They added weather effects to your Pokemon where like, right. depending on the, you know, it's actually, it's super funny. Cause like the weather effects I thought were just like standard, but no, it turns out it was a later feature. Oh yeah. Um, You know, like weather effects, like if it's raining, thunder will always hit. And it's like, geez, that's a, that's a pretty big thing. Um, they have a whole like meta like system. You know the po- Zach. Did you play Ruby Sapphire with the Pokemon contests and stuff? I like played that? Red and then I played Moon. So no. Oh, uh, okay. So no. So Ruby Sapphire had this whole 
like meta system where you could teach your poke like the moves you taught your pokemon were you could show them off in like oh. basically talent oh, shows pokemon contest wait adam i need to pause you for a moment to go reference go the role-playing game system they have an entire sub game for pokemon contest yeah that's how it was in the in ruby sapphire but like uh and then i think in in the newer ones they've just been more upfront about how about like the underlying mechanics and stuff like well, that? Well, I like that. Yeah. I think that's good yeah. because like, I know people wanted to game those systems anyway. So mm-hmm. at least making it like out in the open is kind of nice, yeah. I suppose. Well, they did a thing. I and Zach might need to correct me on this. I remember in yeah. Sun and Moon, there's actually a way you could uh, train your IV values to to get the max like perfect you mean, Pokemon. You mean EV values or? No, IV values. Oh, like I, I actually, them. I don't know about IVs, but I know you can get, there's certain items you can get that'll help train your EVs. Oh, I thought they're, uh, by the way, this is EVs and effort values, not EV the Pokemon. Yeah. That's a good distinction to make. EV the Pokemon <laughs> just, is adorable. Uh, But I think there's like some like super training or something like that. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I think it, it's something like that. Um, I, and yeah. I, To be totally fair, I don't know if it's that true, but I know there's an item that you, if you equip it on your Pokemon, it'll help them with their EV values. Oh, it'll yeah, like make sure it sets to a. a particular oh, and uh, yeah, and, and there are now Pokemon can hold items, so it's like right. Jeez, that's a. I miss the Halcyon days of Blue and Red, where it was Pikachu, <laughs> go hit the thing. If my if my attack is higher, well, I want to kill you. To be fair, that's exactly how I play. Well, I mostly played that in in Pokemon Moon. My my takeaway was the systems were there if you wanted them. If you wanted to brute force it, you can do that as well. Like you I can, yeah. I never really had an issue without having to do a little bit of grinding in the later games. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, that's how I can think of how, like, the Pokemon games have changed. Do you guys have any more to add of, like, yeah. systems or just the themes in general? I, and stuff I like think that? there's... Well, to be fair, there's the, like, you no longer are moving on a grid system. Um, they kept the... Oh, yeah. Grass. They kept tall grass, tall grass for Pokemon. Um, and they made... Well, for Sun and Moon, is actually a really recent change, but they made the gym fights way more interesting with how they did it in Sun and Moon. How do they change it? Uh, before, it was sort of like a dungeon you went through, and then you had a boss fight. With this, the whole thing is just leading to the boss fight. It does a little bit... It leans a little bit more, more in on it. Mm-hmm. And there's just more going on with it. Um, As I under- I was going to say, because uh, I'm not very far. As I understand it, you kind of, like, encounter, like, the gym leader or the... Uh, what are they called in Sun and Moon? They're, they're, they're not yeah, they're called not called gym, gym leaders. They're called Oh, the, the big kahunas or something like that. They're called kahunas. It's great. The kahuna. You kind of meet the kahuna, and then the, you do, like, challenges for them, and then they'll say, okay, you're ready to fight me. Yeah, exactly. Do. So, like, you go and do a challenge. They're like, aha, go do this thing. And you're like, you go and do the thing. And then they're like, aha, now I'll fight you. And it makes it it's more interesting than than the at least original games where it was just sort of like you went through a dungeon with other Pokemon trainers mm-hmm. and then you did a mm-hmm. thing and there was like a weird puzzle aspect to it. Nice, nice. Didn't you enjoy looking through garbage cans in Lieutenant Surge's gym? Wasn't that, that no, the best? I, I actually didn't. I found that very annoying and frustrating, Adam. No, but Drew, I'm what glad did you, you ta- had fun? Drew, what are you talking about? Wasn't it great walking in and seeing like thirty trash bins and three of them were randomly correct? Uh, no no oh. random is never fun Adam. drew sounds random like he fun. loved it <laughs> wait but uh, drew yeah, I... wait drew drew yes random sir. is never fun but what about weighted random yeah weighted yeah, random man. that trash can in the top left looks mighty suspicious oh yeah um uh... i gotta be honest i i think when pokemon sun and moon came out um 
I think that was actually people's big worry that it was just going to be, hey, go fight the eight gym leaders again kind of thing. Because mm. yeah. every every game beforehand, has, I think, oh, it has had eight gym leaders. You go to the gym, you do like a puzzle in the dungeon kind of thing. Right, right. Um, and then you fight a boss. But here it's like, no, these are just big challenges kind of thing. Yeah, and it, it feels a lot more like you're fighting wild Pokemon while you're doing it, which is pretty fun. Um and yeah, it's uh, it's just it's 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 interesting how they how they made those recent changes. Also, the stories have gotten fucking wild, dude. They got, what happened to the I'm a ten year old boy or girl. I want to go out and become a Pokemon master. Now it's oh go wait. find the creator of time and space and put it in this little Pokeball. Yeah, is that's... that where it starts though? Is that where what? it starts? No, like, like the like is that your initial mission? Like. I'm dying, son. Find the creator of my No, life. no, it gets there. It takes its time, but it gets there. Like, okay, um, I think it was Diamond and Pearl. You're literally fighting the, like, the two, like, marquee big uh, Pokemon of Diamond and Pearl. One uh-huh. controlled space, one controlled time. Oh, Hell, yeah. in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, the two Pokemon that the, the teams are battling over control the land and the sea. Oh, right. And you can fight the giant Sky Dragon. It's like, weren't yeah, you supposed to be... 10 pokemon has always had this like fun ability to be like cert like like on the surface very like nice and cute and like you're going on an adventure and then just like doing a quick turn into crazy town or mm. like ha- having those weird spikes of like wow this got grimdark like i i remember like you got you guys remember the pokemon movie right with mewtwo oh yeah, and yeah. The cloning yeah and shit the was dark to exist and i remember like begging my dad to like go see that thing with me and when i left he was just like son i don't get it i don't understand <laughs> Uh, to, t- to to continue off of uh, Drew's story, um, my parents, God bless them, took me to most of the Pokemon movies, and it wasn't. An, and oh, at the boy. time, I thought it was, oh, we're going there because they like it too. It'll be so much fun. And it wasn't until later I realized, oh man, they have no idea what's going on. This must look like the most bizarre, bonkers thing. And they took me to most of these. God bless them. Yeah. Like, my parents took me to the first movie, and I remember, I, I don't know if I'm just making up this memory, but I I feel like we went out of the movie, and my at least one of my parents was just like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> um, um, on the flip side, say- hey, I went to the first showing and got the special Mew card. That was awesome. Yeah! Oh, yeah, well of, done. Uh, of Pokemon 2000? That was yeah, cool. Yeah, Pokemon that 2000. That was cool. I went to that. They were, they were good at yeah. like, having cool collectibles. I was going to yeah, say, super nice. we were talking about how pokemon got dark um oh okay so sorry drew reminded me pokemon blue like red and blue had lavender town on it so it was always kind of oh, right. there yeah it was oh, always yeah, kind of there that's the graveyard city right yeah, yeah. like everyone's ta- dead like, the graveyard <laughs> no. tower no yeah like well not everybody's dead but it's no. the tower of graves yeah thing. okay so all right here's the other thing that about pokemon that has changed is a lot of character customization too Mm. that's been pretty fun i've liked Man, those like i'm doing fashion souls in in fucking pokemon and <laughs> wasting all my money excellent those I outfits remember... are expensive do you have to you buy them with in-game pokemon yeah. Coin, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah how, oh, how expensive God. are we talking they get pretty expensive like there are certain items of clothing that i'm like i don't want to burn half my cash getting this and i'm wow. at the end game i beat the game well then what else are you gonna spend your money on potions potions high for what you can buy you 99 potions. I can buy every uh, potion. Um, I was going to say, I remember when Pokemon 
Crystal came out and it introduced like, hey, you can play, you can pick as a girl. That was like a huge thing for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, you can actually pick two different characters. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Um, yeah. All right. I have one more thing, but I feel like I've said that. Uh, Drew, did you have anything you wanted to add on of how Pokemon uh, games have changed? No, I mean, you guys have played Pokemon games more recently than I have. Um, I would just like to say, y'all, we should probably watch that Pokemon first movie together at some point. I think that'd be a good... Oh, yeah. All right, put it on um, the list. Be a good time. Uh, I would, the, last, list. the last thing I was going to say for how, have po- how has Pokemon changed in regards to the game. Uh, fucking online that wait what oh, right yeah yeah the thing the fact that you can trade and do things over over like wi-fi and wireless you know rather than fucking taking the cord and plugging it yeah. in yeah like i realized that as as i was telling it's like how what would be the biggest change to pokemon I was like oh, you idiot it's of course because now you can go online with your pokemon yeah, there's you also the I... fact that there's the pokemon bank as well yeah are online battles well, like, like a big thing though? Like you seem to be playing them mostly single player, unless I'm completely misunderstanding well, how it's so, happening. Uh, you know, I may not use the online battle stuff, but the fact that you can, the fact that you can online trade, like I could trade with my cousin right now if we both jump online. We wouldn't be able to do that in the older ones. The fact that you mm-hmm. can do that is is huge. There's a whole system in the games in the newer games called Wonder Trade. Okay. Where you take a Pokemon, you can take any Pokemon. You throw it up on Wonder Trade, and it will, like, you put in your criteria of what you want and what you're willing to trade, and it'll just, like, find you somebody to trade with. Whoa. It'll just swap. You'll get random shit. Yeah. Um, so I, I remember, like, I, I felt like a total jerk when I did this, but I dropped, like, a level 5 Pokemon on Wonder Trade and got, a, like, a level 35 out of it, and I was just like, oh, well, I'm sorry, other person. Aww. There was a guy that caught, like, 100 Magikarp. And oh no on, and put them up on wonder trade and everybody's like this is bullshit why did i get a magikarp until you realized the magikarp was at level 29 and had a rare candy all you needed to do was feed it the rare candy and you got a gyarados Ooh, that's good that's nice. that is solid hold up so like i don't understand is it just a random swap so like why would you do that because you're saying like hey i kind of want this this is what i'm looking for oh so I'm you get a vague get you get like a vague idea of it yeah, I I haven't used Wonder Trade. Zach, did when you use Wonder Trade, you are you looking specific Pokemon or no? You it, don't it's, pick. It's, it's, it's literally just, just drop a Pokemon, get a Pokemon. Yeah, right. Like it's like whoever has something up to trade, and it says, "Okay, you guys look good. We'll trade." Okay. It, it's okay. basically just it's it's a way of getting a random Pokemon. Okay, well that's cool. I just I imagine if I traded a, fo- a level five and got a level thirty five, like. I don't know what the rules on that system are to allow something. There like are no rules. I'm not even joking. They just, I think it's just totally random. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyways, so how about, so so Drew, I have to ask, like, when you played Pokemon, how did you play the game? Well, which, which well, is our Zach. next question. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Excuse you all. I did a good transition. No, I no, you did. Fantastic. Well done. I, was just, I was just pointing out for the audience, Zach. Well, maybe you should. Zach, please control your rage. I'll answer your questions. Just don't hurt Adam. <laughs> so when I play the Pokemon games, <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on a second. I like this. Like I'm gonna transition. Damn, this transition was too flawless. I have to fuck it. Uh, but go ahead, Drew. So to answer your question, Zach, um, when I play Pokemon's, um. 
It has changed. When I was younger, I was, you know, very hopped up on, I want to win! I want to get to the final boss! I want to get to the final level! The collection elements... For, I know it's baked into the DNA of the game, but like with me, it's like I had my favorites. I wanted to get my favorites and just get my team assembled. I I usually tried to balance it out so that I had one of each type. And I was the kind of person who decided to have them all at even levels as opposed to like, you know, I have my one superstar and then everyone else can just kind of be like potion fodder, like whatever. Mm. Um, so... With that said, when I kind of played the later games, I actually had a lot of fun. Like, obviously, you know, you want to beat the game, you want to get through it. But those, like, tiny subsystems where you kind of, like, you know, kind of customize your your team a little bit. I kind of, like, put together a little bit, a little story, right? Like, you know, like, this is my team. These are my guys, my, my, my bros. We're going to go fight the bad guys, what have you. Um, so I guess role-playing, if that makes sense. Right. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I do that a lot with my Pokemon as well. Like, to be honest, like... I play the game in a really collecty kind of way. Like I remember, I picked up Sun, I picked up Moon, and I I was playing through Pokemon Moon, and I was just thinking like I'm gonna stay in this area till I catch all the common Pokemon here, and then I'm gonna move on. Like one of my main goals is just like to catch as many different kinds of Pokemon as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, I also do a lot of the role playing stuff. In fact, Drew, as you know, and Adam, as you probably know, I name literally every Pokemon I catch. Hmm. Well, that is um, excellent. Like. I, that's, that's that's how Sir Bomb got a name because I'm like I'm naming all my Pokemon. Actually, wait, mm-hmm. Adam, do you know what I named my starter? Uh, was it Pokemon Numero Uno? No. <laughs> Damn. Actually, all wait, right, well, do you I... know what I named my character? No. What'd you name no. it? Mikolash. Oh, <laughs> it's the Bloodborne. It's the Bloodborne. What? So so we did it. We did talked I... about Bloodborne. We did. I know. We, we came back to haunt it's us. It's full circle. So, uh, do you know what I named my uh, my starter? No, uh, wasn't it Rom or something? Nope. It was Murgo. Uh, so, yes. Something like that. I did have one named Rom. I did name one Abriatus. And both. Excellent. Now I have Abriatus and Murgo on my team. Excellent. Um, and I had I had Eileen for a while, but I got rid of that Pokemon. No! Was it a haunch crow? It was. I mean, the crow. Nice. It was a crow, yeah. Or it might have been Aww. a crow. It might have been a pick-up pack. So, so you guys do a lot more, like, I guess, role-playing with, with the Pokemon. With are, the you, uh, are you kidding me? I had an entire saga for Mr. Tannenbaum while I was playing. <laughs> I'm trying, I guess I, yeah, I'm what? trying to think if I if I do, if I I do ever did, like, the role-playing aspect of that. Um, mm. I guess I kind of did, or at least in the sense that I would get very attached to some of the Pokemon. Especially the one... Because mm-hmm. uh, I... I would go in with kind of the idea of I would catch what I caught. And, you know, I'd keep, like, the Pokemon that I like kind of thing. Of like, oh, this Pokemon's cool. I'll keep them on my team. But then I always felt really bad swapping Pokemon out, especially if they had ones that had, like, been around for a while. Like, oh, right, I had that. Yeah, yeah. I had that. I don't hard, know if you guys like... had this happen where you'd, like, I caught this Pokemon. They're my best bud. I, you know, they've taken me through thick and thin. Yeah. But I don't have enough room for this other cool Pokemon. I guess I'll switch. And you know, and you kind of your heart of like, oh, that Pokemon's gonna sit in the box. You're sending now. it to quote Bill's PC. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess in that way, I kind of role played of like, oh, I gotta, I want to make sure my Pokemon are happy, which was weird when the game put in a happiness system. Oh right, the happiness system. God, it makes you feel terrible for all those Pokemon you caught. Yeah, because like, like Drew, I think you dropped out before this. Some of the Pokemon won't evolve unless they like you enough. Right. Oh, right. 
That I was trying to get an Alolan Raichu, and it took me fucking forever for that like, reason. Like Pichu will not evolve into a Pikachu unless it likes you, and it's like, mm. why doesn't it like me? Right. What am I doing wrong? Oh my gracious! Um, yeah. I, with me, it's just like I would get that one where it's just like, damn it, I want you to stay on board, but you're not, you're not really pushing your weight around here, you know? Like I did that. Like, <laughs> I, I also had that issue. I did it to. I I boxed a Slowpoke as soon as I could. Oh, hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, when I played, was it Ruby Sapphire? I went with like the express like goal of I want to catch Pokemon and use Pokemon that I normally wouldn't use, kind of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Because uh, like Gold and Silver and uh, and like uh, sorry, the Johto and Kanto region ones, I kind of caught roughly the same types of Pokemon and the same ones. Uh, but for Ruby Sapphire, I was like, I want to catch something totally different something i i normally wouldn't use and i actually think i had way more fun with ruby's ruby sapphire is that's my favorite generation of of the games Mm -hmm. and i think it's because i went kind of off the beaten path and picked pokemon i wouldn't otherwise pick Mm -hmm. um all right i guess when i when i I play them it's more like i want this cool team and they'll look cool and go go Hmm. punch that gym leader and get my badge right i see i see well well guys I want to get to Design Club, so how do you feel about lightning rounding these last two questions? Okay. How do you feel about that? Okay. All right. So first question we got, have you interacted with Pokemon outside of the games? This can pertain to card uh, games, anime, or spinoffs. I mean, we've uh, been talking about that constantly throughout this. Yeah, I think it's pretty... We, we have. We have. The anime, definitely, because the, the yeah. show, when it came over here, was a big... That's actually what got me into Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, no, no, watched, same. Very it's a damn me. good watched, recruitment system. I remember watching the the episode where it was the big race with the Ponyta and the Rapidash. And that was the first ever Pokemon episode I watched. And I bought the game, hmm. or I got the games afterwards. I was like, yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. I play the card games. Uh, I like the spinoff games. Why is there no Pokemon Snap 2? Yeah. You know, I'm shocked at that. Like, so many people would buy it, and it would be a perfect fit for the Switch. It'd be such a good fit for the Switch. Oh, yeah. It would be really nice for the Switch. All right, mm. moving on to the next question. Well, unless you got anything uh, in particular you want to say. Uh, I used to play... I, I had the Pokemon cards, and we literally had a binder that we put our Pokemon cards into. Mm. And mm. that's all I can really say to that. <laughs> I I am there with you, Zach. I was a Pokemon card man as well. I, yeah. have, our my final... bind- I have my binder of cards like over on that bookshelf. Yeah, I okay. don't know where mine went. I had it, and it had all of my favorites and my holographics, and it just disappeared one day. And it made yeah, me so sad. we... Me and my brother totally lost interest in Pokemon cards, and so my mom ended up selling them in a garage sale. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, final question, folks. Why do you think Pokemon has had such a long-lasting appeal? Will it ever be stopped? Or can it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We have a quick... Alright. No, I do not think Pokemon will ever lose its appeal. I think the idea of catching, like, strange monsters and battling them and interacting in all these different ways, I think that will always appeal to people. Yeah, there's... Um, I know there's this new yokai watch thing that's kind of sweeping Japan and becoming like a big hot thing. Personally to me, I don't think it has the kind of global appeal that Pokemon can have. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that notion. There's nothing that's really ever going to beat a Hone Edge, so... It's a fucking ghost sword! <laughs> it's a ghost sword. It's a ghost sword that evolves into two swords! 
two Shit. swords. A strong argument to be made for sure. Um, yeah. I'm I'm there with you. Like I remember when I was in elementary school, I was reading an interview from the guy who was like behind the whole Pokemon craze, and he was saying, <laughs> "Oh, you know, I've made a lot of money." Honestly, I don't know how much longer we've got. Maybe a few years. Just look at Power Rangers. And here I am. So, Drew, <laughs> you have come face to face with every single Japanese game developer. <laughs> or literally just every single Japanese person who has to talk in public. Man, those guys, none of them are like, I'm cool. They're always like, they're always super self-effacing. Mm. Uh, you know i mean like i think it makes sense like you get an idea you make a ton of money like when someone asks you like hey do you think this will be around forever like that's forever is a long time yeah it is that's true <laughs> but no, in it's fact just... in fact forever is the longest time it, it is, is true it is true uh all right well on that note unless anyone's Zah. got anything else to say anything else to say anything else i'm to say? good no, okay. I'm good. I'm ready to get to the design club. I'm I'm excited for this one. Hi, pipe, hi, pipe, pipe. All right, you should be because today's design club. You are now a gym leader. You must create your gym, decide the theme, setting, and your Pokemon team. Right. So uh, I'm gonna start this. Go. I'm gonna start this off by saying that like me and Adam wrote the questions for this episode, and we got to the oh, design so you club. already have your answer. Like we were gonna say design a Pokemon, and then we were just like, but then what? I think I think Adam, you came up with it was gym leader. Yeah, I, I remember I was sitting there like, what design a Pokemon sounds too tame. What would be really fun? Design a gym. I know. It was I like like, it. Oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> okay, Adam, you were preparing this like right before we started. Maybe you should go first, and I'll think about some theming for my gym. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll start off. Um, so I've had this idea in my head, and I think it'd be super fun. Uh, my gym would be the Kaiju gym. Oh, God. Giant. Ooh giant perfect. monster gym. so the Frickin theme perfect the theme for me would be all oh, giant monsters and stuff like that um the setting would i think the setting for this one would be you'd walk into the gym and you just see these like towering buildings around you and uh you'd have to like navigate through all these buildings and try to find like the one like to get out to the to the like the gym platform thing I don't really have the whole gym set up, but I was like, oh, you know, be like giant kaiju always rampage through built like through cities. It's got to be buildings everywhere. And when you actually have the fight, you know, there's all these like buildings around you. So your Pokemon can like bash in and crash in all these buildings and be cool. That's super cool. Um, I like that a lot. And so the gym, the team that I came up with um, was uh, I had six Pokemon. One, uh, one of them is a Tyranitar, which is this giant green dinosaur thing. Uh, <laughs> that thing look it looks like it's like that's probably the equivalent of what i'm getting for uh godzilla in here that'll work uh agron is a steel dinosaur thing it's got this giant like it almost looks like a triceratops standing up but it's a steel pokemon uh a tyrantrum tyrantrum is now one of my new favorite pokemon all right looking it is literally a it starts off as tyrant tyrant is this small tiny little cute t-rex thing and it evolves into tyrantrum which is this super loud like t-rex thing that literally has a fur collar it looks like it's popping its collar at you all the time yeah it is (laughs) it looks super cool um i'd have a slay king as well it's this big kind of gorilla looking guy for uh king kong a Yan Mega, which is this giant dragonfly, like prehistoric dragonfly thing. Uh, Yan Mega is actually really creepy looking, and it 
It evolves from a Pokemon called Yanma, which is this really adorable-looking dragonfly Pokemon. Mm. And then it evolves into Yanmega, and it's like, what the hell happened to you? Oh, yeah, uh, it is super creepy. It is also perfect kaiju. And then the last one would be Hydreigon. I think that's how you spell it. It's a uh, Hydra, a three-headed Hydra Pokemon. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's my King Ghidorah right there. Oh, so, yeah, right. Oh, God. Hydreigon creeps me the fuck out because its arms are also heads. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it is Adam, weird. I love your idea. It's the best. I, I've been thinking about this for far too long. Yes, yeah, I'm seriously. also slightly worried that if I were to actually ever make this team, somebody would come and be like, did you know all of these Pokemon are beaten by this one type? Like, it's uh, a lot of them are, The thing is, is that they're all dragons. Yeah, a lot of them are dragon or rock or steel. And it's like, oh, no, that's perfect. You have a dragon gym. It would actually work really nicely in the games. Yeah. It would, except for ice moves. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's my gym. Uh... My backup oh. idea was a get all of the dinosaur Pokemon and make a Jurassic Park style gym. But oh, that sounds pretty good. One better. Dang it! I'd see. All right, so I I came up with a gym, and I I I just went with the generic type gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went with okay. an electric gym, and okay. you would you would move through I guess a power plant, which is probably like the most overused electric type gym zone at all. Um, and I think like. It'd sort of be like a mix of indoor and outdoor spaces. Maybe like maybe like you're sort of like ascending a giant electrical tower. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're um, like ascending a giant like lightning rod almost kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like electricity like running through wires as you go along all the way up. And you're sort of like running across different obstacles as you move through the space. And you sort of have to like solve puzzles to get further up. And then once you get to the top, um, the gym boss, the, the team would consist of... A bunch of electric types because it is the electric gym um and you would start with the zibstrika a zebstrika mm-hmm. which is electric zebra um and then after that it would be an emolga which i don't know if it's a legendary or not but it's this tiny little electric squirrel flying squirrel i don't think it's a le- i don't think it's a uh, legendary i know which one you're talking about though yeah yeah it, it's it's basically like pikachu but a flying squirrel <laughs> a lot of pokemons could be could just be turned into pikachu but a, but 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 this Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's even Mimikyu, which is Pikachu, but a ghost pretending to be Pikachu. Um, but anyways, the next Pokemon would be Galvantula, which Ooh. is, which is a giant tarantula that is electric typed. Mm-hmm. It is a cool Pokemon. Um, the next Pokemon after that would be Lantern, which mm-hmm. is a deep sea Pokemon. It's, it looks like an anglerfish. Oh, okay. Um, and so it's water electric, which I find to be a really cool type pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's useful. It's very useful. After that is your boy Rotom. Yeah, Rotom. Which version of Rotom? Pure Rotom, electric ghost. Oh man, not fridge Rotom. <laughs> no, not the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it! I could have done freezer with ice type, but no, I like I like electric ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one is Magnazone. Mm. That would be a, the boss. The one. boss would be a Magnazone. Nice. What's, I like a, that what's one. a Magnazone? I don't know what that is. Um, it is the evolved form of Magnemite. It has a final oh. evolution. Oh, I didn't yeah. know they added that it, in. That's it cool. goes from Magnemite is just the one. Magneton is like three of them, like all just stuck together. Mm-hmm. And Magnazone is. I, it kind of looks like a giant UFO with little magnet arms. I think it. I think it. It's supposed to look like a giant round magnet with magnet mm. arms. Yeah. It, but it ends up looking like a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like it. It is, I like, it's a fun gym idea. 
Not as not as awesome as the fucking one, the fucking kaiju gym. That sounds like an well, awesome. Well, like I gym. mean, I, honestly, Adam, like that's that's kind of that's kind of hard to follow up on. No, oh, I'm sorry. I should have gone last. <laughs> He's uh, okay. Yeah, Drew, how about your gym? Okay, so for my gym, so I I haven't had as much prep time as you guys on this one, right. but um, so this is a work in progress. Uh, I was thinking for the theming. I was kind of in the realm of rad hackers again. I was oh, thinking of like a rad hacker gym. <laughs> uh-huh. So, you know, uh, a combination of electric and ghost type, I guess. Oh, boy. Here you know? we go. You know, a lot of uh-huh. haunters, a lot of Pikachus, a lot of Voltorbs, you know. Um, and I think the theming would be pretty fun. It would actually feel pretty appropriate for the games. It seems like the kind of style you could get away with, with all the bright colors and like weird fashion that everyone seems to have. Yeah. And here's where it gets weird. Um, I feel like everyone could be on roller skates because this is Pokemon and somehow that makes sense. Oh and... no, they give you they give you a <laughs> roller skate item and then you have to roller skate through the whole gym. Yes, oh like the gym at some point just becomes a series of half pipes and Are, like strange like loop loops. <laughs> your gym sounds like it's the club they go to in the movie Hackers. <laughs> you know what it is? That's so, the gym. Here's what I'd say about your gym. One, mm-hmm. you you actually need a Rotom as well because that's <laughs> yeah, literally Ghost have. Electric. Yeah. Okay, well there you go. Um, I'll do it. And you should probably throw in a, a couple. I think they there's Porygon, Porygon Two, and Porygon Z. Oh my god, yeah. Porygons. <laughs> like, I like, feel like... Wait, when did they get Z? When did they get Z? In, uh, <laughs> Z came in which... I don't. I can't remember which generation. So, Porygon is very polygonal looking. Get it? Mm-hmm. Porygon, Polygon. Hey, oh, I, oh, I see oh. what you did there. Uh, po- uh, Porygon 2, if I remember correctly, it, it looks, looks a little bit more round. smoothed out. Yeah, yeah. Porygon 2... Yeah, it's like very smooth out, uh, mm-hmm. rounded edges, and evolves into Porygon Z, which, uh, gotta be honest, Porygon Z looks weird. It does look super mm. weird. It's like, its head is floating, it's got this little arm body thing going, hey, it's me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it does look super, super well, okay, weird. Okay, so, so my gym's gonna be populated with those. Um, I think it's gonna be... I I, I, <laughs> I guess with me like I think of gyms as like there are always these big serious moments in the games and mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool if there was a gym that was like hey I, I could just come back here because this is like just like a fun part of the game like I feel mm-hmm. like that might be the biggest shortcoming I've had with the gym battles is like you go in it's really intense for some reason and then you get out mm-hmm. and like like it's cool as them as a having them as a highlight but I feel like like I guess maybe now that I'm thinking about it, like more like a theme park, like but like again, just like sort of like like you said that like weird carnival club from Hackers, yeah, like that as like a place in a game where you could just go to and like maybe there's a bunch of mini games, maybe there's a bunch of like you know again random Pokemon that you could like just like fight or catch. I want I don't know. I want to say hmm. one of the gyms had something similar. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was an electric gym that you were like being pushed around all of and there's like different rails you could ride around it but it's not like it's electric in the in it's kind of weirdness thing mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it's exactly like yours but it, it kind of sounds like what you're talking about okay so that that's that's the one that i was thinking about and then actually adam as you were talking about your giant kaiju one i'm thinking maybe like a film themed one like where you've got camera equipment everywhere fake sets mm-hmm. maybe some like western stuff could be a really good excuse to just slather a whole bunch of pokemon in there that could be like, fun boy yeah that could be like, cool 
if like all of the trainers have like Pokemon like themed around different movie genres, like oh, these wow. are all exactly. like these are all the kung fu movies, and they're all, all just fighting types. Like these are the uh, this trainer has all of the you know natural disaster, and all their Pokemon have like earthquake and surf and mm-hmm. twister and stuff like that. Oh wow, that mm-hmm. would actually be super cool, dude. Dude, oh, you know what? Like you know what would be a super su- you know be a super cool um gym. What Halloween themed? Yeah, that would be fun. like there are there are literally Pokemon that is just like a pumpkin. Yeah, what is? It? Yeah, there is a pumpkin Pokemon. It's called Wait, Gorgon. What, called? G- what? Gorgon? Wait, Pokemon. It's called Gorg. Gorgon. That's amazing. I think it's called Gorgon. Give me a moment. I can't find it. Uh, I believe Gorgeist. I... There we go. That's Gore. slightly better for some reason. It is a grass goats type <laughs> Pokemon. And it is Gorgas. A... Aw, that's adorable, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, and it it evolves into a pumpkaboo, or evolves in. Uh, oh, it evolves from a pumpkaboo. Yep. Oh, this thing's a little pumpkin with a cat face on it. Yep. Yep, it is a very cute looking Pokemon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And it comes in size varieties. That's that's cute. I like that one. Oh, yeah. So oh you could literally god. just like have that. Um, and I'll, I'll say this again. I said it before. I really just want a gym that's just six Rotoms. <laughs> just six regular Rotom Rotoms. and all the evolved, all, all the like alternate versions of Rotom. Oh my God. <laughs> You're just like, hello, have you met all my friends Rotom? <laughs> hey man, go check the microwave. It might also be a Rotom. Oh God, God damn it. No, no. Here's how you go to the fight is that you enter somebody's house and then you like walk up to them and... You just be like, it's time to duel, and you're, and they're like, it's, it's, oh, that's okay. the wrong franchise, right? Sorry, you're like, hey, I'm gonna time. It's time for the gym battle, and then the gym, it's like, and then they're like, where's your Pokemon? And then the the the, the, the gym leader's like, you don't see them, and then all the appliances start moving. Oh shit, that's actually Zach, really cool. I was really, you like walk in, and like, where are your Pokemon? They're all around you. Omaiwa no shinderu. Nani? Yeah. Okay. On well, on that note. I think we're uh, about done with I think we're done. I think it's time uh for toasts and pour outs. Any toast or pour outs from any of you guys. I have a I toast. Got, um, I have a toast and a pour out. Uh, I have a what? toast to the Hoenn region. Oh. So far, still my favorite place to go in the Pokemon games i i adore it i'm still questioning myself why i never picked up uh the remakes on the 3ds forum hmm. uh, and i have a pour out for all of the pokemon that had to get saddled whole using all of the hms uh, oh right because i wasn't using you i just needed to get through that cave so uh, pour out bro mm, pour, pour out. out yeah i got i got two i got two i got one i gave a pour out bit of a toast to mew the uh, elusive first Pokemon that you could technically catch in yellow if you did some weird workaround that I never did, but I always saw on the internet and wanted to try out. Mm. And I would like to give a toast to my boy, Professor Oak, for imbuing me with all the knowledge necessary to be a Pokemon master. Mm. Oof. Yeah, it's a good stuff. Much love to the Pokemon Professor. All right. So I'm going to do a toast to Pokemon Sun for getting rid of HMs. Oh, bless, bless. bless. <laughs> you can just sort of summon a Pokemon that you don't own that'll do the job for you. Well, that's that's pretty great. That's a great workaround. Yeah, right. It is an excellent workaround. Um, and I'm gonna do. I'm and I'm gonna have a second toast. Ooh. <laughs> I am gonna toast unknown. 
Those are oh, pretty unknown. Fun. Yeah, they are the weirdest of the Pokemon. Dude, okay, can I can yeah. I just say? Did you guys goofy. ever play the deciphering game where you were trying to like get through the hieroglyphics and read the secret messages in that game? Oh boy, I did yes. not. I did not play I, that game. Uh, I think that was in Gold and Silver. Yes, I did try that. That was pretty fun. I actually, it took me a while. I was like, oh, they're all letters. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and when you find it out, it's just like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing in oh, the right. world. I'm also going to do a toast to Super Smash Brothers for adding all those fucking Pokemon in there. Yeah, boy. Mm. Yeah, yeah boy. Jigglypuff became one of my favorite Pokemon for a very long while because of Super Smash Brothers. Right on. Yeah. Right I, on. I think I'm good. Mm. All right. Well, I guess the last thing we need is some knowledge, some some information to help us along our quest and adventure. Oh, oh, I see. Well then. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson, if you're finding it a little bit difficult to catch a Pokemon... Remember to get its health down low and to use false swipe if you're not sure if you're going to knock it out or not. That'll make it a lot easier for you to catch a Pokemon. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Zach. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I have (laughs) one other uh, lesson of the day that I thought was appropriate. Oh. Do Do you remember Mewtwo's little monologue at the end of Pokemon the first movie? I don't. <gasps> mm, uh, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Zach, let's kill time. La 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 uh, la la la. Oh, here we go. I'm ready. The, from, a lesson from Pokemon the first movie. Mm-hmm. I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what what is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Ah, big meaning. Mm. Oh, a shit. single man tear falls from my eye. Thank you mm. both for mm-hmm. these beautiful mm-hmm. lessons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, when we did less, uh, lesson a day, I was like, oh, we should do this one, but I, de- I haven't mentioned it before. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, listeners, thank you so much for taking this journey with us into the realm of Pokemon. Uh, if you like what you heard or want to leave us any comments, concerns, or just anything like that, you can reach us at uh, teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team, N-I-T-W-I-C, at gmail.com. This week's music is by Pro Leader. He's always great. We love him. We hope you do, too. Next week, or next two weeks, we're going to take some extra time. We're going to do meta in games because it will be our anniversary episode. It's been a whole year and we're ready to celebrate. So be ready for that. And until then, uh, stay classy and we'll be talking to you real soon. Goodbye. Later. Later.